Yoko Vocalina! This is Final Fantasy Union, and you're about to hear a special interview with the most choc-amazing guest, me! I'm just being silly. It's Julie Nathanson. Quack, 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 quack. Hi everyone and welcome to the fifth in our string of special interview episodes of the Final Fantasy Union podcast. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi. And we're joined by Julie Nathanson. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you Julie? I'm excellent thanks, how are you? I'm great thanks. Good. Lauren, are you great? <laughs> I'm great. Okay good. Everyone's Definitely. great, this is fantastic. Okay. Excellent. Now, in the world of Final Fantasy XIII, Judy voices the cheerful and very chirpy Chocolina, but she's also involved with a ton of other video game products, including StarCraft, Resonance of Fate, and she has a recurring role in Guild Wars 2, I believe. That is true. I think I've done many roles in Guild Wars 2. It's really such a cool project. <laughs> you get to do a lot on that game. And I believe you were also on Law & Order a long time ago? A long time ago, when I still did on-camera acting, that was one of the uh, one of the shows I did a guest spot on. Although I think that's kind of a rite of passage for um, for on-camera actors, or at least it was on the on the East Coast when I lived in New York. But yes, I, I did get to uh, to work on Law and Order. It was a crossover Law and Order homicide episode. Homicide is a show no longer on the air, but they did some crossovers, and. Um, it was cool. I got to work with Jerry Orbach, the late Jerry Orbach, and he asked me to call him Uncle Jerry for the day, which Aww. had me, like, you know, with tears in my eyes the whole time. It was, it was a really lovely experience, except that it was unbelievably cold. When I look at that episode, because it replays, I'll be, like, watching TV, and I'm like, oh, look, there I am. My nose is bright red, and my teeth are Aww. chattering. <laughs> and I and I had, um, like, foot warmers in my in my heels, and I think at one point I had like hand warmers in my coat pockets so that I could put, it was so bitter that day. See, and with voiceover, you don't ever have to worry about that. It's very true. <laughs> You've nice. got a nice cozy studio. And right. The, sometimes you don't even have to leave the house. No. That is true. That is true. Although I like to leave the house. I like to. I like that I get, I, most of my jobs I do from outside of the house. I do probably about 99% of my auditioning from home, but, um, but I get to leave the house you know, the majority of the time for for jobs, and that's cool too. Now, before we get on to the questions, I'd like to remind everyone that Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com. It comes on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com and GamingUnion.net. Before we get on to the questions, though, you did have a slight shout-out here from someone called Kaimi Kreisel, who said that they're that you're you voiced the most choc amazing character in the series. Aw, that's really sweet. I'm so choco flattered. That's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> Is this gonna ah. be a new thing like pitch perfect with the Akka? Like Akka amazing, choco amazing. I'll do my best. Although if I do it too much I, I, I think I'll lose your listeners. So I'll, oh. I'll try to uh I'll try to be circumspect about my youth. Oh. Well, we're going to start off with a non-Final Fantasy question, just to keep things interesting. And uh, that's to ask you what it's been like voicing Belle. Oh, it's, I mean, it's really been such a, a treat and honestly such an honor. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, 
Paige O'Hara is and always will be Belle. She originated the role um, in the movie Beauty and the Beast, and she voiced the role for 20 years. And um, I really feel like my job is to honor her performance and sort of let that voice that she created live on. Um, uh, you know, and, and honestly, that's how I see it. So it's completely delightful, and I, I love doing it. And she's Belle. I just get to do the voice. I mean, lots of the feedbacks are really, really positive about what you've been doing. So that must be really pleasing for you. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um it's pretty wild to to be able to to work on and and voice a role that that I've always loved, um you know, and and that anyone's responding positively is just you know, a little cherry on top. So how excited were you when you found out that you were initially cast as Chocolina in the previous installment of the uh, Thirteen series? I'm going to say a 13 out of 10. I was pretty excited. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was really excited. I had um, I had already voiced, at that point, um, Prish in Decidia Duodecim. So I, I had already um, had that initial, you know, exciting experience of kind of breaking into the Final Fantasy uh, family, um, as it were. But um, And I loved voicing Prish. Um, but... Chocolina was also a, kind of a, a coup for me just because I, I really loved her in the audition. I really liked the way she was presented. Um, even just on paper, I could tell that she was going to be a quirky and eccentric, fun character. And I liked that she was, you know, kind of a comic relief. Um, and of course, you know, just the honor of being cast in a, you know, relatively significant role was, you know, kind of overwhelming. So I was really excited. Definitely. Um, this next question is from Karame Deco on Facebook, who asks, if you were to become a real-life Chuckalina, what weird and wacky items would you see yourself selling to people? Ha! Let's see. First, I have to become Chuckalina. Then I have to become Chuckalina here. Okay, I think because I think she likes to help people so much, it would be something... Uh, something ethereal, something meaningful, something helpful. Um, how about she would um, help people remember the great ideas they have in their dreams, but forget as soon as they wake up? Because sometimes you do that, don't you? Maybe it's just me. Oh, God, it's just me, isn't it? Oh. I, think, I think everyone um, does that. And you, know, you wake up and you're like, I had the best idea ever. It was, oh, God, what was it? And then well, you're you like, only oh, remember well, bits of it. And then you yeah. kind of just... Right. It doesn't ever quite make sense. Yeah, you remember like a disco ball and an eggplant, and, like that's it. All you can remember is that it was just amazing, and that is it. <laughs> right. You do have those dreams sometimes where you just kind of wake up and you're in the best mood, and then you're kind of like, oh, that was an amazing dream, but wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. I like the ones where you wake up and you're just not sure which one is reality. The part where your eyes were closed or the part where your eyes are open. Oh, some of I those know. are kind of scary, Creepy. though. Yeah. I know, right. I don't like bad dreams, but... Well, I think that's a pretty good uh, pretty good trait. Yeah. Thank you. I will work on that and market it. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> so is, is this going to be the Julie Nathanson shop, or is this going to be Chocolina, or are we going to have a crossover? We'll call it the Choco Nathanson... Nope, don't want to do it. Um, Let's see. What will it be? I don't know. It might be an eBay shop. I'm not sure. Mm. <laughs> what kind of price would you put on it, then? Um, you just can't let people bid on it. 
<laughs> I might let people bid on it. I mean, I don't think that's a bad idea. It might cost them, you know, their soul. I don't know. You know, something, nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like your soul. Like, what are they going to do with that? Oh, like... Chocolina would do it for free. Come <laughs> on. She just wants to help people. She Definitely. does. Although she does charge for the services sometimes. Mm. Yeah, but this would be out of the goodness of her heart. Oh. See? Because you're letting me be Chocolina. And so for me, it would be completely altruistic. And that's how I would roll. Or fly. Or flap. <laughs> <laughs> well, this next question comes from Riku Aqua G. Farron from Facebook. And they said, who, or they asked, how does it feel to voice a character such as in such a huge franchise? I mean, I know you kind of mentioned how excited you were, but like, when did it kind of hit you that this was such a big thing? Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting way of putting it. Because I definitely, like I said, just getting the role, I was you know, thrilled and, and, you know, voicing her in the recording sessions was awesome. I think it was after, um, the game came, after 13.2 came out and, um, I started to kind of look at some gameplay on YouTube and it was the first time, you know, of course I, I hadn't really seen it all put together. Um, and it was, it was exciting. It was also, I mean, it feels, it feels wonderful to be, you know, any part of a game franchise like this you know I mean specifically Final Fantasy has such you know really passionate fans and so to be welcomed into that community you know at any level is is really special um and then you know to sort of be able to voice a character who um evokes such disparate responses from people I think is also kind of interesting um so it, it felt great and it feels wonderful and I'm I'm thrilled to be a part of the series and um I also find it interesting to play a character who, you know, who, who evokes, like I said, um, very different responses from people. This might be a bit of a strange question, but um, were, I like you it already. <laughs> were you a bit surprised when they asked you to audition, given that you'd already played Prish? Oh, um, that actually never occurred to me. I think that's one of the things um, that's so cool about voiceover. I mean, to me, I feel like Prish and Chocolina have such different voice prints I, I made such different character choices for each role and um you know as an on-camera actress I think sometimes um in the same series perhaps you wouldn't be allowed to play two different roles because you're so visually recognizable but um with voiceover you know at, at least thus far it seems like we're not really hamstrung by um by having already played in a series as long as we can differentiate um the voice print as long as we can sound different as two different characters so i think that's you know to me another another blessing of being in the voiceover world in the voiceover community you know, it's, it's actually one of the reasons why I ended up gravitating more toward voiceover than, um, than on camera. You know, I, I was really lucky. I, I, I worked some, you know, I worked a, a, a nice bit in, in on camera. And um, then I, you know, I did voiceover very quickly after getting into the on camera world. And um, I had an opportunity to, to do some writing in the entertainment business, and I wrote for a TV series for a couple years. And at that point, I let go of, um, of on-camera acting because I really wanted to focus on voiceover and writing. And then I had an opportunity to think about going back to on-camera, and it wasn't there for me anymore. I kind of felt like that, um, I, I don't know, perhaps there's something about being you know, in a booth and just with a microphone and, and knowing that 
um, there's no, you know, visual external judgment and there's no um, room you know for of. my, that I know of, well, that's a whole other question <laughs> when there are cameras in the room and that's another topic altogether. But, um, you know, I, I feel like there's a level of self-consciousness that really de- that decreases for me when I'm um, when I'm in the the sound booth, and so wow, this is the longest answer ever. I, have I bored you? I'm boring. Long, answer. answer. no, long no, no, answers no. are amazing. I don't know. I, I've gotten so far off the track. Let me find my tangent. Okay, back to your original question. Wow, um, it never occurred to me that it would be shocking to to have the opportunity to audition for another significant role in the Final Fantasy series. I think because. The voices were so different, and and that is something that I just love about um, voiceover itself. I get lots of opportunities to do many, many, many different roles, and that's dynamite. Look, I finished my answer. <laughs> I'm going to give myself about, a what, gold star. How many star. minutes was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time to go on break. Exactly. Wait, wait till we get to the part of the interview where you ask me if I'm similar to Chocolina, and I can be like, no, I never talk like a chatterbox, and I have no energy whatsoever. It's so strange that I would be this character. <laughs> I'm not bird-like at all. No. Okay, well, this next one... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was. You just have some budgerigars flying around in your house, yeah. right? I know, it's really strange. I'll have to talk to someone about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this next one is from James Edelstein from Google+, Plus, who asks, I need to know, how did you feel throughout the games to be a character that has such an emotional and well-kept secret that's only de- revealed late in the story? Spoiler-free. Yeah, that's spoiler I mean, that free is a as you can be. Trick question if ever I heard one. Um you know, I, I, I definitely want to be careful in my answer. I will say that um when I first auditioned for the role of Chocolina, I was unaware of any secrets to come. Um it just sort of turned out that I think the way that I had not to sound too actory, I'm I, I might make myself nauseous, but the way that I interpreted her, the way that I kind of felt her to be, <laughs> um I think was in line with where they wanted to go, um, and it it was well, that's actually why really. They, they cost you, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I think that's why. Um, otherwise, it was my chirping. So I I don't know. Um, I, I do, I I do think that that it, you know being able to play a um and a quirky, wacky, eccentric role, um, is is always fun. I I I love humor I love you know when I get to be the comic relief it makes me happy inside um makes my heart laugh um god I'm cheesy but um to play a character like that and then not have that availability for depth I think is is um you know sometimes harder to play so Mm -hmm. being able to have this sort of up up heightened 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 energy and then actually have the ability to come down and have some kind of emotional connection and, and substance behind it, that's a really well-rounded character. So to answer the question, it, it was really um, lovely for me and something that, that kind of made the character come full circle, which I really appreciated. Yeah, that's definitely. Cool. Well, this next question is from Karumi Deko again, and they want to know, if you could pick any of the characters you've voiced to act as a life coach, which one would it be? Oh, that's easy. That's Chocolina. Because she wants to help people. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying about the charging for things, Lauren. I heard you say that. But she, I think genuinely she wants to help people. And so, you know, if you're going to be a life coach, you have to have the ability to motivate people. I think Chocolina can be motivating in her own way. 
And, uh, you know, she can be encouraging. She can be snarky. Um, but I think ultimately she has, you know, she has the greater good in mind, I hope, I think. No, I definitely think she's very positive. Yeah, she always tries to push you on the right path mm. as well. I'd listen to her. Yeah. You yeah. have to. <laughs> you have to. You have no choice. <laughs> I do. Oh, right. That's weird. Think she's about that. in your head. <laughs> ah! <laughs> what about some of the other characters you voiced? Would you, do you think any of them would be uh, suitable as well? Maybe you could have a whole collection of life coaches that are good at different scenarios. I guess that's true. I mean, Prish would definitely have you eating all the time. You know, <laughs> yeah. Pr- Prish has a, a wonderful fascination with food, so she'd be like, spicy hot dog! people that have the weight gain yeah. objective. Yeah. <laughs> that might be true. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other characters. Let's Belle see. Belle would have you reading. What'd you say? Belle would have you reading. <gasps> Belle would have you reading. Yeah, she's she's very encouraging, and she sees the good in people you know she's she's not into judging the book by its cover as evidenced by her love for beast i think that's actually i think that's a great choice i think bell would be a lovely a lovely life coach yeah i mean uh the, the person you asked the question did see did say that you seem to often voice characters who um are very uplifting despite being in unenviable circumstances well that would just make me lucky because that's something that i enjoy it's a perspective that speaks to me. This next one is from Nakdalem from Tumblr, who asks, um, Chocolina has lots of funny lines. Do you have a favorite one? A favorite line? Um, well, I mean, of the funny lines she she said in 13-2, um, in <laughs> I always like, let me see if I can get into doing her for a second. Let me try to get the voice. Oh, you're so sweet. Like a big old rotten tomato. I think that one's funny. <laughs> and um, in, Lightning, in Lightning Returns, there's, um, is this about the message board or something more important? Like my beauty regimen. <laughs> something like that. I think she might even be high pitched. But yeah, <laughs> I like those too. Yeah, I mean, I, she's, she's a hoot. Oh, look what I did. Would you buy her beauty products? Would I? Uh, yeah. yeah, look at her. She's, and, uh... you know, she's kind of pretty it's true yeah absolutely i wish my feathers looked like that <laughs> maybe she could also be like a fitness coach as well a yes. kill for her, like oh legs. my god she would do some kind of crazy pilates aerobic something be like some kind of jazzercise hip-hop dance class oh i want to take that class <laughs> actually i want her to do like a like a video dance class yeah That'd be awesome. Get fit with Chuckalina. That's something we could just market everywhere. I know. We're coming up with a lot of products for sale today. Yeah, we should probably be copywriting these. I know. know. Uh, We'll get a lawyer on the phone after this. Yeah. Patent attorney. This next question comes from Demavarman on Tumblr, and they asked, how does it feel to play such a comedic role in a successful franchise like Final Fantasy, where I guess um, it's generally a lot more serious? Um, yeah, it, it's, I, it feels awesome. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I'm a big fan of having a little bit of levity, even when there's, um, you know, a, a, a good deal of somber attitudes and event events going on. Um, so it's, it's really fun for me. Um, I, I like that she stands out. I like that there's a little bit of, um, an element of surprise that her character is, you know, uh, a little wacky um but um 
yeah, I don't know. I I do I do love the fact that she's funny. I like that I get to, you know, do whatever I can to keep her funny. I hope I do. I hope I do. <laughs> do you have any um fun stories from recording? <laughs> um God, I'm trying to think. Fun stories from recording. There are so many moments they've all just melded into one. They do kind of meld into one. Um I guess no, I mean the only the only the, the only funny story I can tell you is that um, I, I sort of am unaware of how I use my body um, when I'm doing voice acting until I kind of look and see that my arms are gesticulating in my periphery and I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's a hand. And I find, like, I think when I when I was gesticulating as Chocolina, I think I was like kind of flapping the wings, and, like, you know, <laughs> like moving my arms up and down and I would sort of find myself... Um, moving along with how I felt, you know, her quirky movements would be. Um, So I I do think that to also get back into her character, I was kind of standing in odd positions and like maybe on one leg or something. I don't know. Like I definitely, I definitely feel, oh no, maybe, I don't think she was one leg. There was a different character that I did last year where I was actually standing on one leg to find the voice and I have no idea why but um but for Chocolina I just think there was a lot of movement and I think you know at some level I would sort of look at myself and be like this has to be really mortifying for me but I can't quite look at myself right now (laughs) I'm going to go back to that previous question I asked where I said did when you found out her physique did it change the way that you approached the voicing I I, I think you've just said yes but I, I mean I guess in terms of your your actions and mannerisms I guess I mean unless that's something that was already were you doing that during your audition I don't think so because my audition I know I auditioned from from my house and um I can kind of picture the way my setup was then and I I don't think I I mean such an odd way of answering your question I don't think I did but um I don't know. I think I think for me, honestly, it was about Lightning Returns. So for Lightning Returns to get back into it, it had been a while since I'd voiced Chocolina. So I think I was sort of moving to get back into her. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess maybe it's true. Wearing <laughs> winged sleeves and weird hats to work. Yeah, oh, please. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, she, some of the cosplay I've seen has been so awesome. She, she'd be a great person to cosplay. There's some good stuff out there of her. Is that a hint? <laughs> what, that, uh, that you should? I totally think you yeah. should. That's so oh, that would, that would, yeah. should. I think that would be perfect for me. Daryl, yeah. I think you would be dynamite. Mm-hmm. Dynamite. That would be great. And Lauren, too. Compliment your eyes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know. Jessica DeChico was saying that she wouldn't mind cosplaying Lumina. Maybe you two could uh, do a double act. I know. That, um, that would be fascinating. I will. I will... <laughs> talk to her about that (laughs) 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 I think I think she uh it would you have to be pretty brave to to put on that get up yeah (laughs) pretty brave a lot of confidence I might sooner go for Mm -hmm. Prish just because I really like her purple hair yeah she does have really pretty she dresses a bit more conservatively as well Mm. she did well you know yeah for the most part I think her Mm. yeah it's, it's all about the purple hair for me, though. Doesn't she at least wear a crown as well, right? She's Yeah, like the I'm picturing it, and you can't see me gesturing, but I'm showing you what it is with my head. But you can't see me. <laughs> see how I gesture? And I'm not supposed to. <laughs> well, I think that's all the questions we have time for, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, too. Don't be scared. <laughs> we'll get together. As well. Yeah, we can huddle. 
Yes. <laughs> well, thanks for taking the time to speak to us. You are welcome. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me to the party. Always. Definitely. <laughs> we'll have to get you back on again soon. Oh, thanks. Well, that would be delightful. Hopefully we'll have another wacky character to talk about. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to this interview for the first time, be sure to check out our previous interviews with the likes of Rachel Robinson, Ali Hillis, and Jessica DiCicco. And um, I don't think we've got any more scheduled after this. So, uh, yeah, this is the last one until, I guess, the next major Final Fantasy release, or we kind of do something in between. Mm. So thanks again, Julie. Oh, thank you. This has been a real pleasure. You guys are awesome. And I, I really look forward to seeing your joint cosplay as Chocolina. I hope you'll, you know, post that and make the world see how beautiful the two of you look as Chocolina. There will be the bottom, I'll be the top. Yeah, I'll, I'll wear, no, I'll wear the hat and you can do the rest. <laughs> oh, that's so generous of you, Daryl. I know. Yeah, so nice. I get to put makeup on you then. Oh, uh, that smile just went into a pout. Just there. <laughs> I think we should end it there making me uncomfortable oh dear Aww. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> bye everyone bye <laughs>